0: And welcome to episode 64 of the Paul Norton Podcast. can't believe we're 64 episodes in. It's uh, absolutely crazy. But really glad you're here listening. And really excited for this week's podcast. Now, this week's podcast is a solo episode. And I have a lot of amazing guests in the pipeline coming up. So really excited for... The podcast we're going to be putting out here now today's podcast is it's very subjective in the topic i want to talk about and the topic is what is health and fitness because instantly when we think of health and fitness what are you thinking right now you're probably thinking six packs small waist fit lean gym restrictive eating And, you know, if I look back at my mum 12 years ago before she passed away, she struggled with her health and fitness. I watched her do the fad diets, the crash plans, the challenges, the six-week shreds, the, the slimming club, the slimming worlds, done the whole shebang, and she kept on getting good and falling back and going good and falling back, and just, it was a constant rut. Then i look looked at my grandfather, who passed away in February of this year. I watched him get older, more frail, getting more stiff. You know, he couldn't move, couldn't walk. He was basically chair bound for the last, you know, ten years. And then my dad passed away only, you know, eight weeks ago now. Looking at him, you know, his health and fitness. Wasn't the best, you know, the last couple of years. His diet wasn't great, never exercised, never, ever went out for walks, never done a workout, never stretched. And again, I was seeing him get a little bit more, you know, sicker and a bit more stiff and stuff like that. I could see it, you know, bit by bit. The thing about health and fitness is there's three different scenarios, and it's far to put in the mix, I've lost nearly 40kg with my own journey. You know, if I look at my mum, you know, her health and fitness goals based around weight loss, feeling more confident. My granddad, if I was to put him in a category of health and fitness, it would be to build strength, to be more mobile, have stronger bones, have more muscles so he could be mobile. He could walk on his own two legs. And if I look at me then... My my goal is weight loss, get more leaner, bit more toned, more defined. If I look at my dad as an example, if I put him into a health and fitness category, it's purely to have better health, to have a better diet, to lose some weight, to exercise regularly, to give his body a fighting chance to be healthier, be fitter, to fight off sickness, infections to not be stiff, not be complaining about joints or knee pain. So there's kind of four main categories that we can base health and fitness on. But straight away, when we think of health and fitness, we think straight down the path of super lean, six-pack, you know, shreddy the cougar. Um, And that's not what health and fitness is. You know, Like I said before, there's four good examples of what health and fitness is. Health and fitness is your whole life. It's everything that's based around you. And one thing that I've really realised, even like this last, you know, since Daddy passed away, is the importance of health. And he probably never seen it that way. He had no idea what I'd done. Hadn't the foggiest. Hadn't a clue what I'd done. To him, health and fitness was around the gym and lifting weights and, you know, being... Lean or. Shredded. Whatever it may be. But again. That's the perception. That he had. And maybe that perception. Stopped him from. Getting out and doing them walks. Maybe that perception. Stopped him from. Improving his diet. To losing weight. Because we get stuck in this rut. Of. How we're feeling. Or. You know what's happening. That. We lose sight of. The actual goal in hand. And. You know, like I said, the last, like, probably four or five weeks, I really had to think about health and fitness as just different than, than what I was doing before. And, you know, inside the program, it have changed a lot of stuff. And I feel like that in the health and fitness industry, that there's so much lacking in terms of education, in terms of mindset, in terms of awareness. Because everything on social media now and in the fitness world is, calories this and calories that how not to do a bicep curl how you're doing this thing is shit and this is wrong and Jesus Christ there's so much stuff online now with these young fellas in the gym and telling you that you're doing a lap pull down wrong or you're doing something wrong and like if I was to look at that through my dad's eyes imagine now as an example listen my dad was you know wanting to go to the gym to get healthier get fitter to improve himself and then he goes online and he sees these big buff, big fellas, big boulder shoulders telling you that you're doing something wrong. It, it makes me intimidated. I get intimidated. And you see all these, like, you know, these girls on social media, you know, big bum and they're the, the doing exercise and the, all you see is their hearts out. And again, that's not judging anyone, but I'm saying it can be very intimidating. My mum had seen that. Imagine my mum went onto some fitness page and, you know, they're some little girl, whatever, or some girl, some fitness professional, you know, bum sticking out, telling you that you're doing this wrong or you're doing a kickback wrong or you're doing an RDL wrong. You know, I'm all for education, but there's also a fine line between education and intimidation and trying to get engagement online. Because, again, if I view it from my my dad's perspective, if I was to see some of these lads on the social media, you know, just screaming down the phone how you're doing a lat pull down wrong, how you're doing a squat wrong, how you're doing this wrong, and this, and that, and that. There's no one actually telling us, like, the benefits of health and fitness because everything on social media is based around food, we calories, and gym, weights. Health and fitness is more than that. Health and fitness is based around your mindset, Your nutrition, your training, your sleep, stress levels, your sex life, motivation, energy, friendships, relationships, work-life, work-life balance. Being frigging happy. Again, we've lost sight of this and why wouldn't we? Because everything we see online, social media, it's all portrayed in one way. But no one is actually telling us that why we actually want to be healthier and fitter. Yes, we want to look good. We want to have unstoppable confidence. We want to feel motivated and energetic every single day but deep down why do we do it because we want to be healthier and happier that's what we want to be we want to wake up every day having energy having motivation not worried about being sick and if we do get sick knowing that our nutrition our lifestyle our training is all built around our body's healing and getting better now i'm not saying you know that, that a banana is going to help you, not get sick. But what I am saying is, the better our nutrition is, the better our sleep is, the better our moving pattern is, the better our body is going to perform. And there's no two ways around it. You know, if we if we don't look after our bodies, if we constantly eat processed food, junk food, not like non-nutrient dense food if we don't exercise, if we don't move, if we're constantly up every day, if we're constantly getting awful bad sleeps, if we're not hydrated enough, you know, we can't expect a body to run or or feel good. We just can't. But yet, you know, we wake up and we think that, oh, well, we should be feeling better. But we don't do anything to make ourselves feel better. It's like a job promotion. You know, if you want to get a job promotion, you have to maybe work more hours, you have to do maybe work weekend, you have to put in the extra work, you have to really push hard to get that promotion. You don't just expect the promotion from like doing the bare amount. So with our health and fitness, why do we have the same mindset? Why do we feel that our body should perform good? Our body should be feeling better. Our body should look a certain way. Our body should do a certain thing. But if we're not looking after our bodies, it's not going to look after us. It's a two-way street. So the foods we consume, the lifestyle that we live, is going to determine what happens to our body. Whether we get sick, when we get sick, how we recover, do we recover fast, do we recover, you know, yonks. And we're in a world now where everything now is a quick fix. You know, we, we have the slightest bit of a sniff or cold. We'll run to the chemist and we'll get, you know, whatever flu tablets and it bang pop out 3 or 4 we get a small headache or it pop in 3 or 4 paracetamol we rely on these external factors to make us feel better then we wonder why we get sick and we blame this and we blame that after it's the weather it's the weather's fault it's not the fact that we've spent the last 3 or 4 months just completely eating shit food eating junk food because they're the things that is going to determine you know us feeling better not feeling better so when we look at that as a really good example is that we will say i sure it's the weather and it's cold and yes it has a, it plays a part but we also can't expect the bodies not to not be sick if we haven't been looking after it like our nutrition is the fundamental block of everything that is a preventative it's a healing tool it's a fuel tool there's so much benefits in getting good nutrient-dense foods But we're at this stage now where we're just, we're living off bread and we're living off crackers and living off pasta. And again, there's nothing wrong with carbs. I love carbs, love bread, love pasta. But there's no balance. We're at a stage now where we're not getting any fresh produce. We're not getting any kind of meats in our diet. We're not hitting our protein targets, you know. And then we wonder why we always get sick, why we run down. And then we blame, oh it was a stressful day at work. It was work. It was that. But realistically, no matter how stressed we get during the day, if we're not hitting our food, our body can't perform. Do you know, it's like this. Imagine you have a horse, right? And the horse's job is to win the races doing 50 laps. Let's say we've got two, we've got two horses. We have George and Ellis, right? It's good horses' names. Now, let's say George has been, you know, he's, his food's on point. He's absolutely, you know, flying it exercise regularly, sleeping good, boom. Ellis, on the other hand, you know, let's say nutrition has been shocking, like really bad, not hitting any of her targets, not eating the good foods, not even exercising. Now, let's say I give them two horses the exact same stress load from work or the exact same relationship problems, right? George, at the end of the day, and Ellis, Ellis is going to be more fatigued. She's going to be absolutely drained. She's going to say, I'm feeling shit, I'm tired, I'm trained, you know, just this this workload is too much. George, on the other hand, realised that it was a hard day at work, it was stressful. But he can manage that stress a lot more better than Ellis. And why is that? Because it's better fuel in his body. He's been hitting them markers and again, it's something that no one really speaks about. I watched my dad for so long, you know, when I came home, his food, you know, it, it got better but still, it wasn't anywhere near it needs to be, like never had any vegetables, never had any meat. He reduced his portion sizes, but his reducing portion sizes was having a smaller bowl of, of cereal. His portion size was having less butter on his half-sliced pan of bread. You know, his portion size was having less salt on his takeaways. That's still, you know, it's still making an effort, but his food overall was absolutely shocking. There was no nutrients at all in his food. And then he'd, you know, deal with her coughing and getting sick and stuff like that. So your food plays a massive part in your health and fitness. And I even see the younger generation nowadays, they still have no idea. We don't, we, we see food as this number. It's like we see our health and fitness as, like, Asher, health and fitness about being lean and being fit. Asher, if God wanted me to be health and fit, he would have made me health and fit. And it's such a shit mindset to have. Do you know I've watched and if I look at my granddad, is another good example. He was old. He wasn't even old. He was 82, 81. But just because you're 81 doesn't mean that you should be chair bound. Not a hope. I remember being a PT in gym floor about five years ago. I had a guy called there John. John was I think he's from up Napier way. John was I think John was 92 or 93. Picture on Instagram somewhere. Video. He was 93, had me PT twice a week, sometimes three. That man like was bench pressing more than a young 21 year old. He was able to like skipping out of the gym, not a hassle, no bother. Because his health and fitness was about being stronger, being fitter, being more mobile. You know, if my granddad as an example was to incorporate them the last couple, and here's the thing, my grandfather's a farmer. But just because you're a farmer doesn't mean that you are fit and healthy. Farmers are actually probably the, the least healthy and fit people around. So my granddad, he didn't didn't do any strength training. Yes, he was lifting up sheep here and there. But there's a difference between lifting up sheep, most likely the wrong way, than actually following a structured program, looking at getting different muscles stronger, looking at having a good diet, good proteins to keep the muscles active. To keep your hair and skin, nails, bones, joints, all in sync. Health and fitness is much more than looks. And that's what I want to get across in this podcast. Because it's so easy to go down this side path of. your health and fitness is about in the gym and doing the sweat. But it's not. It's about your health and your wealth and your fitness. Everything is all at one. So again, look at my dad's diet. Like, he had no idea what health and fitness was. And he probably had no idea that. Like the benefit of foods because it's something that we're not bloody taught in school. it's not drilled into us enough about the benefits of healthy food. It's all processed shit, you know. Process, process, process. The sweets and candies. You go into a supermarket a home or a shop. One shop here where I'm from it's a little garage, and literally, they have it's like a maze. You have to go up and up, a, up, a, up a, an alleyway, right? And let's say imagine this: you got an alleyway. Either side of you is shelves stacked with biscuit, sweet chocolate. So you got an alleyway, up you go. Then you have to turn left or turn right to another section. Then you have to go back down the way, okay? Then you have to go right again, and then your till is there. So basically you have to go through an S alleyway to get to the till. And in the alleyway, just full of processed shit. And, like, it's going to tempt you. So we live in a world where everything is primed against it not being healthy and fit. Do you know? And... We look at health and fitness in a way that, oh, well, health and fitness is about being super lean and super fit. It's not. If we have weight to lose, it's obviously going to benefit us. It's going to take more pressure off our lungs, our organs, our whole body. Like me losing 40 kg, imagine the amount of fat that came off my lungs, my heart, my organs, my body. Like imagine that, less pressure on my knees my dad is a good example if he was to lose 30, 40 kg 50, 60, 70 kg be a new man wouldn't even recognise himself so there's so much to health and fitness that we just no one is aware of and again if we want to feel happier healthier if we want to feel less stressed if we want to have a clearer mind it starts with our health and fitness because if we're waking up every single day tired stressed feeling like shit anxious, worried. Yes, there's probably some factors in our, in our day-to-day that will bring it on, stress at work, finances. But, and here's the big but, ask yourself the question, like, what is my lifestyle like? Because if we're not exercising regularly, if we're not sleeping properly, if we're not eating good food, like, and I mean good food, I mean hitting our targets. Are we getting... 100, 120, 150 grams of protein? Or are we just waking up, having a bowl of cereal, going to work, having 15 coffees, snacking on a couple of snack bars, for lunch then we have some sort of, you know, sandwich with processed ham and a big stack of butter and then more snacks and then for dinner then we're having takeaways or we're having a pre-cooked meal or we're having frozen chicken nuggets or frozen fish fingers. That's not food look at 100 years ago do you know if we were to look 100 years ago what was the food like then we had fresh produce from the ground fresh vegetables we had lots of fruit and we had meat simple little diets vegetables meats fruits like they were the main food source so look at our food now so if we're not eating good nutrient dense foods if we're not exercising regularly if we're not sleeping, then we cannot expect our body and minds to work. It's just not. Because I know when I've had a few weeks where my diet's been shocking. For lots of junk food, lots of shit food, I feel like shit. A really good example is when my dad passed away that first two or three weeks, you know, I just just let it all go. I was eating bad food. Not bad food, but I just wasn't really careful. I was eating what I wanted. Sleeping with shit, on my phone scrolling, going to bed late, waking up late, wasn't exercising, wasn't walking, had no goal set, wasn't drinking enough water. You know, it was, my food wasn't bad, but again, it was cereal for breakfast. For lunch then it was, you know, an old sandwich there, a bit of ham and a bit of cheese and whatever it may be. Dinner then was frozen chicken nuggets or frozen fish fingers or was frozen this or frozen chips. And on the outside, yes, that may oh that's healthy, but it's not though. There's no good foods there at all. The point is, my body was just mentally, physically drained. Yes, I was going through a traumatic time. But me not having the good foods and looking after my body was like putting fuel onto a frigging fire. Like I shit you not. When I'm going through a stressful time, especially that mental that mentally stressed. The best thing we can do is look after our physical health because that looks has everything in sync. And then about three weeks pass, and I says, I've had enough. I just need to get back on point. And there's nothing wrong with, with having weeks like that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's power of life. We're going to go through them stages. But it's realizing that, okay, something needs to change here, Paul. I need to change up a few things because I'm feeling like shit. Then week three or week four, then had a chat with my coach you know we set a new plan set some guidelines and then I started back with my food had a target started tracking food again eating good food back to my daily walks I was in the CrossFit gym three times a week back in the gym twice a week going to bed early sleeping better and I felt within three days I felt like a new man my body was just felt better I was more energetic I was more you know motivated per se but I was thinking clearly I was emotionally you know drained but I was able to manage them emotions a lot better than i'd done the previous three weeks of not looking after myself that's the, that's the that's the big factor on two the two occasions I was mentally drained but the occasion where I wasn't looking after myself I was just eating the shittest of foods didn't care wasn't sleeping It was just torture but then as soon as i got took control of myself took control of my well-being then i was able to manage that emotional trauma a lot better a lot better i was thinking clearly i wasn't making rational decisions i was coming from a better place you know and that's the difference our body is like you know our body is our, our biggest asset and we can't expect up here you know our, our mind our head to function right if we don't function physically we just can't your physical and mental well-being and health come hand in hand and I've I've done, been here first experience I've done 12 month therapy about a year and a half ago and you know I couldn't figure out why I wasn't feeling I just wasn't I wasn't feeling good and you know we went through this therapy with you know, Charles a man and everything was you know there was no really issues, there was no trauma, but I was just, I couldn't figure out why I'm, I'm not feeling better, Says so I'm doing this therapy, like I should be feeling better, and it wasn't until I started improving my physical health, when I lost, I think I lost like 8kg, it was like a light bulb moment, because I was focused so long on, I oh sure I need therapy, I need this, I need that, and it's amazing, I recommend anyone to do it, but I neglected my physical health, so this is like a year, Gained 8, 9, 10 kg in that time frame. You know, we were just kind of doing the therapy and just wasn't worrying about physical health and all this kind of stuff. And I was wasn't really getting better. And then I was like, mm, eight, probably like 10 kg heavier. And I started to lose weight, lost like 8 kg or 8.5 kg, something like that. And my life just transformed. That was the missing link. You know, you can't neglect one and focus on another. You have to focus on two together. If we're, if we feel like we're not in, you know, the right headspace right now, unfortunately, it's not going to change unless you change. We can't just expect to, because when we say, when we say we're on the right headspace right now, like, what, are we giving up on 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 our health and fitness? Are we giving up on our health? Imagine that. Imagine if you're in, let's say, if you're getting heart surgery and each week you have to go in, you have to do certain stuff in order to, for your heart to get better. Imagine going to a doctor and say, "Do you know, doctor, I need to take a break here for a minute. My mind isn't in it. I just need to take a break. You wouldn't do it. Like, you wouldn't. But when it comes to our health and fitness, we have this different perception that's just not important. And we we'll carry on feeling a certain way or, you know, looking a certain way because we're, we're, we're afraid to change. We're afraid to, to let's say, lose weight or drop a dress size or whatever it may be or get healthier, get fitter. And we don't do it. But that's a good example of the heart surgery. Now, if that was the case, we wouldn't just say, "Oh, geez, doctor, I'm in a, a bad headspace right now, so we'll, I need to just take a break for a wee while." You wouldn't do it. So, how is it when we come to our health and fitness, whether that goal is to eat healthier, to be healthier, to be fitter, to lose weight, to get leaner, get toner, drop a dress size, that we go to a bit of a bad patch, and all of a sudden that's the first thing we cut? Because here's the hard truth that is the one thing you should focus on the most because that's going to have a knock-on effect with how you feel. Because if we feel shit in ourselves, and I've been there before, waking up, feeling like shit, having no confidence, no motivation, no self-esteem. Like I went through a period of not wanting to have sex with my partner because of how I felt. I used to go sneak out the window, go to KFC rather than have sex. That's how bad I felt. But it was only until I start. You know, looking after myself my physical health that things started to go along so it is important that your physical and mental come hand in hand they have to come hand in hand and when we're going through a tough time that's the one thing that will get us past a tough time because if you're already feeling not good in your own skin if you're not lacking confidence if you're you know you don't you want don't to wear a bikini or going into a swimsuit or go swim pool because of how you look how you feel if we stop focusing on that because we're going through a tough time, nothing's ever going to change. It's only going to get worse and worse and worse and you're going to feel worse and worse and worse. I've been there before. I know what it's like. You know, my dad's probably a good example. Like He was probably the same, but we never felt that confident and it just became a habit and he, he didn't think he could change because of this perception of your health and fitness is about a six pack or being lean. And yes, you want to have a six-pack. That's amazing. Being lean, amazing as well. If it makes you feel good, go for it. I like being, you know, a bit more leaner, being smaller, being fitter. Because I've been overweight before, and it's not a nice feeling. But I also know when I've gone through my darkest times, the biggest thing that's got me through that has been my health and fitness, being my physical health. You know, my dad passing away was a, a really good example of. How my health and fitness got me past them darkest of hours. Like it was a dark time. Like I was empty inside. And then when I started to just focus on me and focus on the stuff that I can control. I just felt better. It transformed my whole life. And again, that's what health and fitness is about. No matter what a goal is. Whether your goal is to get fitter. Whether it's to lose weight. You know, drop that dress size. Do a hands down walk. Do a chin up them are the stuff that we can control and they will be our our saving grace not going to the pub and getting pissed drunk not booking a a weekend away to drink champagne in a spa, although that's really nice and it's amazing, it's not going to fix the root of the problem with health and fitness, the whole goal is to find the root of the cause and what can we do to fix that so when we, you know, tell ourselves ah gee sir, I need to go down to to McGuire's pub and meet Sally there for you know a couple of beers to to have a to have a social life is that gonna help you in the long run? Probably not. So your health is your wealth. It's not about the leanness sort of the six pack, it's about you feeling better in your own self. And as a result, guess what? You're gonna lose weight. You're gonna drop a dress or two. You're gonna get leaner. You might get a six pack. You might do a hands walk. You might become stronger and fitter, faster. All because, and all as, has come from result of you prioritising your health and fitness. It has to come number one because that's our biggest asset. And I leave you with this: you know, if you were to get if you were to get heart surgery in the morning, and it was going to cost you five thousand euro, and if you didn't get heart surgery, you could die. What would happen? We get heart surgery. If you we were told that we had to run a mile every day, do five push-ups and eat clean 100% in order to live, what would happen? We would stick to it like it was the Bible, like it was the last thing we needed to do. But when it comes to health and fitness, feeling good in ourselves, we haven't got that same priority, haven't got that same value. We don't have that same urgency. You know, we'll go good for a few days and then we'll just fall off the wagon or we'll do something else or we'll, you know, we'll just won't do it. And then six months down the line, eight months down the line, it becomes normal of feeling a certain way. We should be waking up every single day feeling energetic and motivated, having a new lease of life, waking up and literally jumping out of bed to like explore the day. Now, every day is not going to be that positive, but you get the drift we want to wake up feeling amazing and I've been there before I've been on both spectrums you know I've been to a point where hate waking up hate how I felt I just felt like blah then I got to a point where I focus on health and fitness eating good foods you know getting my proteins in making sure I am getting the right vitamins in getting sunlight doing all the stuff that benefits me and what happened I started waking up feeling amazing feeling energetic a new lease of life and guess what happened after that I started losing weight as a result I started getting stronger as a result I started to love my health and fitness because it makes me feel better it makes me feel like I'm in control that is the biggest thing the biggest thing so if you can get anything from this podcast today it's about looking at health and fitness as bigger it's bigger than you and I it's your whole life Your health and fitness could be the reason why you're around here on this earth for an extra 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. Your health and fitness could be the reason why you're 85 years of age and you're, you know, twerking your hips like Shakira in the home. (sighs) Do You know what I mean? Your health and fitness could be the reason why you, you know, lose enough weight to fit back into that dress, to have the confidence to go out with your friends. And talk to some guy or some girl. You prioritizing in your health and fitness could be the reason why you lose a bit of weight, feel more confident. You losing a bit of weight could be the reason why you can now run with your kids in the back garden. Why you can now walk the roads with your daughter. Why you can now climb Kirkpatrick with your friends. Your health and fitness is your whole life. It's not determined by the gym or a six pack. They all have different benefits, and I've just gone through four different examples, you know, at the start of this podcast of, of how health and fitness could look for individuals, not how we perceive it, because, you know, it's so easy to perceive health and fitness nowadays as like I says, I keep on repeating myself, but it's so important to understand that it's not just about the freaking gym or how we look. Yes, we all want to look and feel amazing. We all want to, whether it's lose weight, whether it's to tone up. Drop a dress size or two, or just feel like we're we're just lean. It's an amazing feeling. We all want that, of course we do. But a lot of us then are just we don't see as a as a as a prioritization. That's a big word. We don't see it as you know as the number one because we view it from a different lens. But if we view health and fitness as a a tool that's going to help improve our lives, that's amazing. Because now you've got ammunition. Now you have a a reason why you're doing it. Because here's the thing we only have one body, we only have one life. It's up to us to look after bodies. And so much of us don't like a brand new car. You get a brand new car, you're gonna look after it. You're gonna service it, drive it carefully, and what happens is it doesn't be in the garage as much. You buy a brand new car, you drive the shy over, like I would when I was seventeen. My dad used to kill me. Jeez, I went through some amount of cars. But if if I had a brand new car when I was younger, I would have just drove the over, basically. Excuse my French. And I wouldn't have serviced it, and I would have, you know, would have kept on breaking down in the garage every couple of months. And then I wonder, it's a brand new car. It shouldn't be breaking down. But if I look at the other car, which is brand new, which has been looked after, it's not in the garage, I could say, oh, it must be the car's fault. I got a bad car. No, Paul, you're not looking after your car, you don't service it, you drive the bag out of it, you know, you don't look after it, you can't expect your car to to run efficiently and not break down. Just like our bodies, it's the exact example as that. We can't expect our bodies to run efficiently and effectively and good if we don't look after it. And again, I don't get sick very often, and that's touch wood. You know, a lot of my family here would get sick, have sniffles, have coughs, have you know, sputters. I very rarely get sick. I got sick a few weeks ago, a bit of a tummy bug. That was it. Other than that, I do not get sick. And I would put it down to my lifestyle. My lifestyle is built around health and fitness. I still love my chocolates. I still love my ice creams. Still love my croissants. But most of my food is nutrient dense. You know, getting good proteins, good meat, good fresh vegetables, getting my vitamins, getting my sunlight as much as I can. Exercising regularly, sleeping, stretching. And because I look after my body, my body looks after me. So when I pick up a virus or a cold, my body's like, "Do you know, Paul, you've been pretty good to us here, Do you know? You've been keeping us topped up, so we're gonna fight off this virus for you. And it's as simple as that now. I'm not gonna get into the medical terms of it, but you get the idea. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you're not gonna get sick, but what I'm saying is that it's a huge benefit. Like your lifestyle is going to determine so much of your life. So much of it. And then the results, like I said before, the results is you getting the goals you want to get. But initially, I want to be here when I... I want to be on this art. You know, when I'm 82, I want to look back and, and, and you know, picture my granddad. And I want to be able to be mobile, to move around. I want to be in the gym at 85 doing CrossFit. You know, 82. Just to prove a point to myself that... Just because you get old doesn't mean that we have to be frail and stiff and, you know, not being able to move. Just because, you know, my dad was young as well. I want to be 56 and be healthy, fit, be in the gym, not be getting sick. You know, because that's huge. And as a result, then yes, the weight loss, the gold, the strength will come. But the most important is that our, our lifestyle is a lifelong project. Not some 12-week bullshit plan, not some 8-week bullshit plan. It's for the long term. You know, it's why inside the program I'm really big on nutrition, training, and mindset, the three fundamentals. I want my clients to be able to be in my program and learn, sustain the results, get the results. I've had clients in my program for, you know, two years, three years. I've had my coach for the last three years. And you might say, well, that's pointless, but no. I'm investing in my health and fitness. I could easily spend 300 euros a month on the beer. No, and a week, sorry, you probably would. But I'd rather spend it on my health and fitness. That's the most important thing to me right now. But hope this podcast was helpful to you. hope it gave you a bit of insight. Again, everything I do and say, it comes from a place of experience. I'm not some, you know, young fella who's just come out of school and has a six pack and is telling you this bullshit advice. I've been through the wars. You know, I've been through all this shit. I've been overweight. I've been the skinny kid, you know, to losing my mum, watching her struggle. To being the overweight kid, to never being good enough with a child, never good enough for any sport team, to fail all my exams at school, to then, you know, like I said before, becoming overweight, to losing weight, to being, you know, struggling the whole me- m- mental health, doing a year of therapy, you know, climbing Mount Everest topless, to my grandmother passing away, to, you know, my dad now passing away a few weeks ago. I've been through all the wars. I've been through the nitty-gritty stuff, the mindset stuff, been through the trauma, been through the breakups, been through, you know, the family deaths, been through the grief. So everything I say in these podcasts, it's, I don't have a script. I just, it comes from the, the heart, comes from the soul because I love talking, love education. And like I say, this podcast helped this one person. You know, as I'm talking to this microphone now you know I picture my mum my granddad and my dad in front of me and also me as well the younger version of me I've got four people in front of me right now and as I'm talking to the microphone and talking to you I'm talking to them and that's that's after giving me fucking goosebumps Jesus that's after giving me shivers because I can feel myself getting a bit teary inside getting bubbly up but I'm talking to them because you know if they were to listen to this podcast or this episode it could have helped them it could have given them the smallest of nuggets to improve themselves by like one percent and that's all that matters is like that one percent change here's a quick quote i think it's at last week as well but if if an airplane was to move by one percent either left or right I think it's something like over the space of an hour it would be it, it would be gone sixty miles off course. Off course by one percent. So these this podcast, what I'm saying, if I can help someone shift themselves, whether it's nutrition training mindset by one percent, that could have a huge impact on you know how you move forward. But again, this podcast, you know what to do when it comes to results, we've seen it before. Eat less, move more, bang, bang, bang. But it's deeper than this. And I just hope this podcast can help you view health and fitness in a different aspect now. Again, it's coming from a place of pain, from a place of joy, a place of experience. And again, I really hope this is a good podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Like always, please, if if you liked it, please share in your stories. Let me know how it was. I'd love to hear your feedback. And yeah, I hope you have a fantastic day. And I hope it was helpful. Adios.